Hi, this is Brian Ibbett from The Morning Stream, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I'm no doctor, but that sounds painful. Any survivors? The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen, the casuals. Yes, we have taken control. Seized the airways. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday, the 1st of December, the death of many mustaches have taken place in the last day or so. Yeah. The screaming death of, of Movember has, has come and gone. This is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. And we are in the little tiny room. Teeny tiny room. Certainly compared, not as teeny as the first room we did this in. The upstairs it room? It feels as teeny, yeah. the, one, the one above us had uh, the sliding closet that yeah. ended up even more space, um, and also had a whole bunch of other furniture in it. But right. We've also retuned the uh, broadcast rig mm-hmm. in many ways, so hopefully uh, we're not overdriving our microphones like Daxa and I did last week. Nice. Oops. <laughs> so much for fixing things. And we're on the air. So denizens of the IRC will, of course, oh, yeah. let us know on no uncertain terms how we're doing. Speaking of denizens of the IRC, in the IRC lurketh. Our very own producer, Nay IRC rep, the one and only Barry Vaughn alert noise. If you're in IRC with Barry VA, we're very sorry. Yeah. We apologize. Yep. Lord, it's as good as we got. I apologize. (laughs) It is an unpaid position. No, Barry, we love you and you know it. Yep. And now he's got his copy of Skype doubly warmed up. Wow. Because you know we've just thrown out the bait. Right. And there will be opinions to be had and hurled at us at uh, near light speed later in the fourth half of Actually, the show. Actually, we have a story in the third segment that is especially in his happy zone. Barry. It was, it was put in the spreadsheet for him. Yeah. Barry, get on that spreadsheet and tell us if you can figure out exactly which yeah. one we're referring to. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Hando. Uh, and True and Barry VA sounds good. Good. That felt good. good. And we've had the, uh, through the miracle of uh, Citrix, I am now facing the correct direction during That's this show. That's awesome. Citrix Woo-hoo! was needed to <laughs> for the that. broadcast rigs back there. Uh huh. Yes. But I'm controlling it from here. Oh, my God. Look at that. It is sorcery of the highest magnitude. You have no... no, What was was the actual uh, name of the white card in Cards Against Humanity that was become a mother effing sorcerer? Yes, become a mother effing sorcerer. Sorcerer, yeah, that's right. (laughs) 
Yes. So I this is how we end that sentence. Yeah. Right. I had to become a mother effing sorcerer sure. to do this while facing them. Yeah. Because yep. you have no idea how annoying that, it was last week. Hey, silence! <laughs> See, I can do that now. That's yes, akin to that time we went to PAX and we both got on the Wi-Fi on the plane to like message each other. I know. That <laughs> and you were sitting like four seats behind yeah. each other. God forbid you the way God intended. <laughs> yep. Well, you could definitely then, you know, the, make the sure that you're are quiet. So we're we're cranking you up. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. we could definitely make sure that that uh, the people that are between you are feeling the mocking love when you're like passing As messages passes through them back and forth on the plane through yes. the sub Ethernet. It's all around, you know. Right. Wire bounce off, go through China, through back yeah. through Hong Kong, around the world, back to I the plane. Into an NSA database. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, come on. This is the USA. Yep. There, there yeah. are rules about such things. That's right. Which means that they are, yes, In fact, tracking yeah, everything. Yes, so exactly. a whole procedure for capturing those packets. Right? Yes, sure. yes. We have, we have a full <laughs> policy written on it, but it's not the one that you can read without us having to kill you right. afterwards. I could tell you, yeah. but then I would have to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Details, be- plans within mm. plans. Look, stuff is happening over there, and you're doing stuff over here. It's the damnedest thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the other yeah. stuff that should be happening is you, if you have uh, the webcam uh, disease, oh. you should be joining us at uh, alphageekradio.com. No. Mm-hmm. And on your mobile device, because this works. On no hair and makeup well. done. Don't don't look at me. I'm, I'm clean seriously. today, but that doesn't really matter to the radio okay, people. Okay, it's a single camera, and they're... we're all badly out of focus. Now we're mostly going to see the back of my head. Okay. But come to alphageekradio.com. Click on the chat button and choose the hangout option. And we are experimenting with the uh, a new wrinkle on the static Google Hangout. So, yeah. Speaking of Google Hangouts, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a few nights ago, just. Hanging out. Work is done. It's like Wednesday night. Work is done. We're getting ready. And I'm I'm out in the in the living room and I've got my iPad and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden Todd's iPad next to me starts to ring. Hmm. Like it's a telephone. Oh. It's ringing. And I'm like Are you freaking kidding me? And Google Hangouts is calling his iPad. Oh. So I walk his iPad upstairs and I go, your iPad's ringing yeah. <laughs> like it's a phone. Make it shut up. <laughs> and it's, um, you put it into your face. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely like, could. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Is it? No, apparently so. in the most recent iteration of Hangouts, they've folded Google Talk into oh. Hangouts. Okay. I use Google Voice, and I bridge Google Voice to my Google Talk account. So when someone calls me on my cell phone via Google Voice, it also um, comes over Google Talk, and then I have a box in the little server closet here that bridges it back to a regular phone. So it basically turns my Google Voice number into a landline. But because it's using Google Talk to do that, and now Hangouts are a part of Google Talk, all of my Google Hangout devices ring when my cell phone rings now until awesome. I can figure out how to have that not freaking happen. Right. So my cell phone is ringing twice at me now because it's ringing because Google Voice is passing the call through the cellular network and the Google Hangouts app is also saying, oh, you've got an incoming call on Google Talk. It's very confusing. That's awesome. And the iOS, you know, the iPad's going off and the computer's going off because I have the Google Talk widget in wow. Chrome as well. So the cacophony... <laughs> when my phone rings is 
beyond legendary but, at this point. But <laughs> at this point, at least they're all trying to say the same thing. Unlike our children, when they have the cacophony near us, yeah. they're all trying to say different things. Right. So dad, it's a little bit dad, more... Dad, mom, dad, mom, dad, dad, mom, dad, dad, dad. I, dad, dad, the, I, want, I want to think about dad, mom, dad. Uh, the moral here is that if... Gnomewise doesn't answer your call. He just doesn't want to talk to you because there's no way for him to not have known that it was a call. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, although I will say if he's answering your call and you hear a strangely hollow echo in the background, it's because he's in the bathroom. Mm. <laughs> or the moral Whatever of this story is, <laughs> is everybody who has Gnomewise's number, call him yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is my, we can drive it's no my business insane. line, and if you want to drive me out of business, I guess <laughs> that's your choice. DNS on your business line. A DDoS on my yeah. business line, huh? Dedicated denial of service. Awesome. Yeah. A, uh, yeah. Distributed group of nerds denial of service attack. Right. Oh, <laughs> distributed de- denial of service. Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? Every now and then Dog. I forget. The, I got the DOS right, denial of service. I'm just enjoying having drop-ins again without having to turn my back. Yeah, a yeah. little too much, I would say. We had a call-in topic, right? We have many things to speak of. Yeah. Today. yeah. And Lots of stuff. Many and happy things. So, yes, we mm. definitely have a g- very good uh, call-in topic suggested by Grail. Uh, recent history. So, especially U.S. listeners, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what did you score on Black Friday? Or Black Thursday, or Wednesday, or Saturday, or yeah. Sunday, or, or what are you looking no to score on Cyber Monday? Black Friday anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's the great. What have week. you bought this week? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> with the online sales, I think pretty much most of the world was able to get in on a lot of stuff. With yeah. Steam doing an August sale now, or autumn sale, yeah. or whatever. The, I guess autumn sale, even though they're mm-hmm. going to do their winter sale in probably three weeks, right? But they're still, they still wanted something to correspond to Black Friday. Sure. Just sure. to get in on the feeding frenzy. Yep. Consume! Yeah, but a lot of the gaming sites had massive sales online for most of the world, as far yes. as I could tell. Yep. Plus so, Amazon. I see people filtering into the Google Hangout. Hi, guys. Yep. I wave, I wave back at you. Ah. Um, that's one thing that doesn't translate well through Citrix, so I may have to work on how I get into that. Mm. But I digress. So, yes, join us in the Google Hangout and warm up your brains for the call-in topic in the fourth half of the show, we have worked out the kinks in the uh, the new and improved sound quality comes to you at the expense of the ability to hear ourselves well in the headphones and the ability to use the same microphones that we talk to the stream with to talk to um, Skype. callers. So we, right. we bring in a, we're going to bring in a stunt mic. For the last segment, I've got the. That's the, a beefy mic. That's so. a beefy stunt he, mic. It's an awesome yeah. mic. He's up to it. No, it's, it's, it's the blue I was Yeti. Say. And the, yeah. the wonderful thing about it is it's an omnidirectional mic. So right. it's a conference call mic. We just stick it in between so we talk normally and the person on Skype will hear us just it, fine. It's disturbing that its name is Blue Yeti. One mic to rule them all. That's One right. One mic to find an orifice on your body. Yeah. And, and yes. Oh. Ow. <laughs> Rule 34, no exceptions. Yikes. Moving on. Sasquatch. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you just reminded me of uh, what the, the uh, comedian... Um, he did the the routine at BlizzCon the one year. It's oh, okay Jay to Moore. love your le- Jay, Yeti. Not, not Jay Moore. Oh, um, but don't love. He your did Yeti. the voice of the main character in Ratatouille. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
That we'll have to go to the void yeah. for. <laughs> Black Void fill me in here. Um, he does he does a, a routine where he's talking about the time where he, his wife, and his realtor accidentally interrupted an orgy on a Sunday. Oh God, yes, yes, oh. yes. <laughs> he talks about this. the social contract being yes. engaged. We're not. Yes. We're going to pretend we didn't just catch right. you screwing dozens of people. And sure, we'd love to come in and see your yeah. house. I'm going to pretend that I wasn't just screwing dozens of people, right. and I'm going to ignore that smell of sweat and sex oh, on the air. Oh my God. <laughs> And that oh, rolls oops. out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Garrett? No. no. Mm. Uh, um, oh, who, who, whose voice are you looking for here? Rolls out he, the window. He played uh, Remy. So, Patton oh, no. Oswalt. Thank Patton you. Patton Oswalt. Oh, yeah. okay. Patton Oswalt, who's a very funny guy. Yeah. Um, but as a part of that s- sketch, he talks about the, the youngish guy who just walks out the sliding glass door into the wilderness of the Hollywood Hills. Mm. And says, wave goodbye to F-Squatch, honey. Yeah. <laughs> there goes F-Squatch. Oh. <laughs> wow. My brain went to Patton Oswalt. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I, let's see. I have done two things this weekend that I think are, are actually worthy of talking about. Perhaps three. I don't know. Um, the first one was I actually watched the animated Wonder Woman that's on Amazon, the most on, recent one to hit streaming, 2011. How was that? I haven't seen and, that. And um, Steve Trevor, voiced by Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was very good. Um, a couple of very funny parts in the movie. Um, but but broadly speaking, the movie was terrible. But oh. the, it was funny. There were funny bits. Okay. And, and honestly, hearing Nathan Fillion's voice was one of the reasons that I actually finished watching it. All the way to the end. So Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So right. Nathan Fillion. Great. No, not great. Okay. Um, there are apparently much better examples of the breed out there. Also, I, also with Nathan I believe Fillion, because so. he does Green Lantern in a lot of the Justice League ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does he does a, a good. I'm not sure if he's he's not Hal Jordan. He's um, who's the other Caucasian guy who does Flash? No, or? Who, who does who who was Green Lantern? Oh, so not John Stewart. Um, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and I don't remember because and there was some great fan art uh, circulating in the web in the last week of of Idris Elba, yeah, who the guy who plays um, the gatekeeper, yeah, the gate, yeah. yeah, he plays um, who's freaking awesome. Heimdall, yeah, yeah Heimdall. Mm-hmm. mocked up as a Green Lantern, oh, oh. nice, and people saying. Have Idris Elba played the John Stewart iteration of um, Green, Green Lantern. Lantern? That'd be and, cool. And Idris yeah. Elba was like, I I would not. Decline this. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically saying I, I, I approve. Yeah, I like him a lot in his gatekeeper role. Yeah, Heimdall, yeah, he, we, he rocks. He, they need to we give saw Heimdall Thor Dark World. Yeah, yeah we saw Thor Dark World. Um, what ten days ago? We saw it separately, Maybe. so within a couple yeah. days of each other. Mm-hmm. You guys got up. To yeah, see oh, it yeah, yeah. Um, saw it a couple weeks ago. Completely serviceable in between major movie. Um, fun. Major movie. <laughs> Chris Eccleston was not given nearly enough to do. No, a, and he was, he was great. He was great. Too. Yeah, there was so much of it was lost under the makeup and, and beneath the the voice modulation because they gave him the, the ta-da. Weird, the weird, ta-da was one of the <laughs> best parts of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> as, as usual, they gave Loki. Hiddleston most right. of the fun lines. Of course, lines. right? Um, but yeah, it's uh, they need to find a, a, a way for Heimdall to be a bigger part of. Yeah, and there are some great Thor stories. That in, that are central have Heimdall as a central character that they could mine for future storylines. Just a matter of things to have a little to side to side arcs for him. Yeah, they, they've given him some pretty yeah. fun stories in over the years. Um, 
It's one of those recurring side characters that they occasionally focus the lens yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he can. I mean, he got his big break on television, so maybe he'd be willing to guest on Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. That's interesting because the I got a little caught up on it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, slowly, incrementally improving. Still not great. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby step, baby step, very yeah. baby step. Yeah, yeah. The, there's there's glimmers of hope. Yeah, the relationship between Sky and Coulson is becoming better, better and and more believable. Yeah, yeah. So f- the whole father figure lost teenish daughter thing was so forced. Yes, it and was. And now it's a little more. You know, we've seen some of the experiences they've had together. It's like, yeah, I'm buying it a little. Yeah, more. but even in this last, I mean, the last one with the uh, person that was maybe telepathic right. ended up having just a ghosty after her. Yeah, she was annoying in that one. Um, she was really annoying because she's like, oh, I can't believe you just shot her. It's like, it's not that, like she blew her head off. She tased her when a car her. was driving at people. Right. And, and she was the apparent cause of <laughs> yeah, the car driving. Like, it wasn't like this was cruel and unusual. She wasn't waterboarding her. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, I, I thought her reaction was over the top. Yeah, her yes. reaction was over the top. Yeah. And Although it I, made I, me love May even more. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I always thought May had a good, you know, May was a good Grounded. character. They gave May's a badass. May is a awesome. lot of good stuff to do in yeah. these last yeah. two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think May is a badass. Absolutely. And she's probably my favorite. Step. She's probably my favorite character. In the in the show so far, because you could tell she has a, a rich backstory. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you could tell from day one that mm-hmm. she's got a rich backstory, and, and you just problems. don't and you just don't know what it is, and you're dying to find out a little bit more. Yep. But the teenage daughter thing, whatever that is, mm. a little too teenage daughter. Yeah, I would say she's just not, not acting like they're in their right mind. Right. Not in her her. She's not. If she was 12, I could see her attitude right. Right. towards a lot of the things she does. Mom, just, Dad. Yeah. yeah, this sounds like our house you right now. let me drive the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little... Mom, Dad. But it's so sad because there's so you much You never let potential. me open interdimensional yeah. portals. I, I'm happy to see them not declining. No, no, no they're no, definitely not declining. They could absolutely sure. circle the drain powerfully. Yeah, and yes. just make so me they're, they're stop hope. watching. So right. it's it's enough to make me go, all right, one more. But, all right, one and, more. <laughs> and the preview for next week where they bring back uh, J. August Richard's yeah, character helps from too. the premiere says, okay, they're, they're doing things. I like one of the things that the Whedons do is they, they do try to break some of the TV tropes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of them, the one of them that is pretty common is you see a guest star and the character never contributes to the story again and the person is never right. heard from again. Mm-hmm. And we see a major character from the premiere movie returning later mm-hmm. in the season and he's, his story has continued. Yeah. Right. He was taken in and has obviously been indoctrinated Trained. and mm-hmm. is now one of the team and it looks like the plot is going to be you know, but can we trust him because he's another new guy who mm-hmm. was a rogue agent and and he's got you know caterpillar on his uh, or centipede rather centipede, on his um, yeah. see, see, right how compelling a name is the bad guy when i can't even freaking remember <laughs> it <laughs> the main bad guy and i can't remember the name somebody's the, not doing the main right bad guy turns into a butterfly <laughs> we just thought you should know at least that's a little you know that's a little Millipede at least has millet yeah, in it, which could right. be military, well, which could be, well, you know. That's true. And it's a little more dangerous than a caterpillar. Yeah, <laughs> right. At least toxic. Yeah. Well, there are some toxic caterpillars. <laughs> well, but it is called the centipede is the actual it bad is. guy, which is at least toxic as a creature. 
but I digress. Um, um, but what? yeah, he does come back, which is kind of yeah, interesting that life goes on for mm-hmm. these one-shot characters. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they, they continue that idea of... Because I like the other girl, too. The... The... Uh, who used to be an agent, and then she had uh, the yeah, camera, and yeah. camera in her eye. eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she was really good. I'd like to mm-hmm. see her come back for sure. Yeah, with her disconnected what she's from the network, disconnected from yeah. the network. Yeah, and what she's done with herself. Mm-hmm. But that was that was one of the that was a much more fun and interesting sh- look into Colson's past. Right, yes. anything they have done before or since. Right, right. Um, she's one really, of the few who recognizes that something's wrong. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but they're, they're beginning to hit the the button of. Something's wrong with Colson. Something's wrong yeah. with Colson. Harder and harder mm-hmm. and harder. They need to, it's a magical place. Right. But they need to bring that to a head, I think. It's getting to the point now where it's like, okay, you've hinted enough that something's wrong. It's time and to break through somewhere. I'm, no, hoping head, whole... I'm hoping it's a head fake. I'm yeah. hoping that they deliver a non-bombshell answer and then follow it with something we didn't see coming at all that's related to it. Right. Which is, is what we've come to desire from Whedon. Is the unexpected twist mm-hmm. on the heels of the one of the twists we thought was coming? Ha! I totally nailed it. What the hell just? Right, yes. right, right. I love it when an author or a writer does that to me. Yeah, and it's harder and harder to do the older I get because you've seen you've more. Seen more. It all. <laughs> yeah. well, I think I have. Right, true. And, and I catch myself always doing early in seasons guessing games and and, and thinking I've got right. it figured out mm-hmm. and I love it more than anything when I am so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you when so he really yeah. I tell you when he really hates it though. He really hates it when I'm right. Because that no, means it was so obvious. <laughs> no. <laughs> no seriously, I don't see I'm not big on the symbolism i'm not big on reading into things i'm not big on subtleties Uh, so when i look at something and go oh yeah it was him yeah that's the guy who did it and it was this way and this is how it happened and he looks at me and goes i look at you and all right i'm done i love you you're pretty yeah (laughs) see and in fact i do love you and you are pretty I think I'm starting to turn into one of those old people that yells back at the television. Mm. I was noticing when we were watching... um, Oh, come on! Yeah, we were watching... I don't don't even remember. I think we turned on a little bit of Supernatural, and we were watching Mm -hmm. it with um, Grail's parents, and I was sitting there, and I was like, really? Really, Dean? You fell for that? Come on. You never sign anything if you're on a hunt. I mean, just stupid things like that. And you you start yelling back at the television. That's pretty consistent just for Supernatural, though, I think. There's a lot (laughs) when you watch that show where you go... Oh, come on. It's eight seasons of this. Like, how many times can you guys keep a secret from one another and then expect it to all work out good when over every season you've done that exact same thing? And it's it's always ended horribly. Well, and it cracks me up because you look at them and and you feel like instead of, you know, like hugging each other and having the giant, all right, let's prove that we're human again moment, you know, they should just look at each other and go, hell? Yeah, hell. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where you were? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, just so we know. Did you see Bob? Yeah, Bob's still there. Mm-hmm. Dang it, we'll need to work on a way to get Bob out. Right. Yep. <laughs> right, yeah. So, so from the Black Void, uh, Guy Gardner was the other yeah. uh, or- Green Lantern that we had uh, skipped over. That, oh, uh, yeah. That uh, Nathan Fillion could totally uh, play mm. in live action film. There you go. Um, also from the Black Void, uh, people are saying, is yes, there's much speculation that the android that will become the vision 
um, is what Coulson is right now, and he doesn't right. realize it. And I'm, I'm hoping that there, there's some kind of reveal along those lines, and then it goes a different direction, or yeah. he's something else, and then it leads to yeah. the Vision later, because yeah. that's not dissimilar to how Vision came to be mm-hmm. originally, because he was originally the Human Torch android, right. and then had a personality implant from I forget whom, and then became sentient and long, long and storied back yeah. into the 60s, you know, long journey to sentient android guy. I just don't know if I want Coulson to be an android. See, I, I just think he's a cloned earlier version of himself, and they implanted him using in... Using Asgardian technology or something. Yep. By, yeah. by way of a thank you or, or something. Or maybe he mm-hmm. did... Asgardian is, you know, gods in hell and stuff. Maybe he did die for just a bit and, and was and, per- brought and, back. And, and, and Thor went down and talked yes. to Hella and said, hi, I know, we died, I know he died a warrior's death and all. Um, we we'd need like, him. We'd like him. Right. Or do we have to bargain to get him back? We need him back, yes. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. That would be a more of a stretch since Thor never really developed much of a relationship with him. This was more right. of an Iron Man, somewhat right. Captain right. America right. person. So I'd believe more in like Stark getting a hold of some of the... China, the Chitari stuff, uh, and stuff and making use of it to bring them back. That would be right. more yeah. in line yeah. with where the motivations were. Yes. Or, or just, did, the, or just the use of the power source. Yeah, uh, They took mm-hmm. a, a personality snapshot of Wonder Man, right. not making it up, and overlaid that on the android to make the vision. Yeah, um, Wonder Man. Wonder, Wonder Man. Man. Those the worst character names <laughs> ever. <laughs> because I sit around and go, I CEO wonder. of Wonder Bread. I wonder... <laughs> Okay, so that's so funny. How is Wonder Woman such a great name? And I know. Wonder Not, Man is like wrong. No, I don't wrong. think no alliteration. No. <laughs> Wonder and, Woman. Yeah. Wonder Man. Man. Like and and I don't actually think Wonder Woman's such a great name. I've never been a, a fan of it. Oh, it just really? doesn't sound strong. It just doesn't sound strong because Wonder to me is always like la la la. I'm oh. chasing ah, through that. Uh, I'm wondering see, about things. That's, that's why though it's how you and take so, Wonder because yeah. Wonder to me is something like, fantastic. Oh, it's awestruck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Awesome woman. Yeah. Awesome woman. Yes. yes. Spectacular woman. Ultimate woman. Uber woman. There you go. With the umlaut. Yes. <laughs> Uber. Uber. So while we were talking about TV shows, so I made the horrible mistake now of becoming somewhat invested in a Fox sci-fi. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. And Almost one? Human is pretty good. We talked yeah. about it last week. I'm yeah. so reticent I know. for that reason. I know. I don't want to. It's I, on I, Fox. Everyone is saying, oh, it's the second coming. It's the most awesome no. thing ever. But it's on Fox. And it's, it's not the most awesome thing ever, but it's the really two good. main characters have really, really good chemistry. And Carl Urban and the uh, the guy playing the android whose name escapes me. And I say it every week. Yeah, she and says I it every it week. Every I freaking week. <laughs> but they are really good on screen together. And that makes it worthwhile. Even though... And the tech, in the, the tech has been interesting what they've done as well. But it's a Fox. It's Fox. I know yeah. they're going to screw me. This yes. Is a yes. Yes. Welcome worth. to Fox. Yeah. I just... Tangent, oh, by the way. Are kind of a big deal. Michael Ely. Michael, Michael Ely. Ely. But way Ely. better start than Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me. Yes. Like, this oh. one grabbed me pretty quickly and I said, okay, this First is episode. worth watching. Yeah, yeah. everything I've heard is it starts strong and, yep. and maintains. Yeah. Um, whereas Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been like, oh, yeah, it's kind of what I expected and has been a slow burn of managing to not get worse. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. not high praise. <laughs> it's like, up high, you didn't get worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What? No. We didn't suck more. Yes. That's great. We don't suck more. We don't <laughs> suck more. Yeah, that's not what you want to shoot for. No. Yes. 
But yeah, that <sighs> yeah, I haven't. Oh, the new episode comes out tomorrow. Uh, right? Yeah, tomorrow yeah, or Tuesday. Tomorrow. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff, though. They had you know sex bots on there. Yeah. Yeah, and lowered the crime rate against women by eighteen percent. Must have been <laughs> once they became legal. Mighty realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty realistic. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. But anyway, nice. And on that high yes. note, <laughs> wow, culture, art, and sophistication. We're going to take a break. You are, and I'm ashamed to admit this, listening to Casually Hardcore live on Alpha Geek Radio. Uh, we have some new shows on the network since we last spoke. Joining us to do uh, live. Simulcasts of their uh, recordings, and uh, one that's joining us on the twenty four seven stream. We have the World of Warcast coming on live and on the twenty four seven stream, and we also have this week in Trek. That those of you who are fellow listeners of the morning stream are already familiar with uh, some of the personalities involved over there. They will both be live streaming uh, their shows as well as uh, contributing to the twenty four seven stream, and then joining us just on the twenty four seven stream because they don't record at a reliable time and pretty much wait for the show to be in season. We have the Hooniverse, a Doctor Who themed uh, fan podcast. So check them all out at alphageekradio.com. Just click on the Shows tab. You can see the ever-growing list. Oh, goodness. It is a happy time to be a nerd. Uh, You can also check out the new and improved and works on damn near everything in the universe, mobile.alphageekradio.com. If you are ever just in need of nerdy programming while you're out and about, bring it up on your web browser, hit play, and enjoy high-quality nerd and geek audio podcasting and internet radio. And also use it to uh, the exact same tool to tune into your favorite live streams when they're on. And follow uh, Alpha Geek Radio on Twitter for announcements of when stuff go live. It's a happy and a wonderful place. It's a magical place. Yes. It's a magical place. I've got a little uh, pollen storm. It being the 1st of December, just after Thanksgiving. This is the way too early Christmas song. We'll be back. This is Dills from The Instance and The Angry Chicken, and you are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. It's not December, it's barely even November. Outside it's still too warm for snow to fall. Halloween was yesterday, and winter's still a ways away. But try to tell that to the folks down at the mall. Inside the winter wonderland I'm sorry, I don't understand Cause mistletoe on Veterans Day just seems wrong But the shops are filled with Christmas cheer And on the speakers all you hear Is a way too early Christmas song Leaves just started changing but the stores are rearranging their decor to wintry Christmas themes. See the red and green displays, just 58 more shopping days. Cardboard elves are planting plastic trees. Jesus in his manger cradle, plus a little Tolkien dreidel in a big display. Next to the Cinnabon With three wise men and gifts they bring Just plug them in and they all sing The way to early Christmas song 
I know you need to satisfy your investors, but couldn't you wait at least till the Savior's third trimester? Finally, just outside the master cuts was Santa, and that fat bastard's ho ho hoing drove me up the wall. Something snapped, I lost control. And kicked him square in his North Pole. And as he dropped, I decked him in his heart. So, my friends, I wish you well. From the mall security holding cell. I hope that they don't keep me here too long. May you and yours find peace and love. Unless you are the rider of the way to. Early Christmas song. Geeks in a gaming world. Casually Hardcore continues live on Alpha Geek Radio with live simulcast on Versus the World Radio on VTWProductions.com. Geeks in a Gaming World would be us and you, and we have news as harvested from the interwebs about geeks and gaming and no shortage of, uh, I guess they're calling it the eighth generation of uh, gaming console is the number I've seen tossed about. Uh, depends on where you. Where you <sighs> yeah, I mean, I would think that if you're skipping like the Odyssey. Why would you skip the Odyssey? I know. Or the Pong, <laughs> Pong. The Pong system. I, mean, uh, I think having a, a, a swappable game cartridge was the requirement to be called okay. a modern game console. Okay. So the Atari 2600. 2600 mm-hmm. beginning, and then you're... Well, I mean, yeah, I guess is Intellivision and ColecoVision their own generation then? I would put them on par with each other. Yeah. I mean, the, I would put the Atari 2600... I mean, in my mind, the Atari 2600 and Intellivision were direct competitors. Yeah. ColecoVision was kind of in between. Yeah, it was, it was definitely it, a graphical enhancement. Oh god, though. no! It was, yeah. it was it was the king of its day, quality wise, which of course right. meant it failed commercially because this is America. Um, I'm looking at you, TurboGrafx 16, mm. Betamax, and, and Betamax. Yes, mm. well, that, that's just Sony. That's just the classic crap, Sony but, crapping all over their own products. But that's just the classic. You know, yeah. it's a better product, therefore it's better going to in fail. every way, and therefore destined to fail. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you did, if you put ColecoVision as its own brand in its own level, right? Then yeah, this would be the eighth. Yep. So all right. So I see Grail counting on his fingers. I didn't need my fingers. No. (laughs) (laughs) You've got other appendages you can't see. (laughs) Exactly. That's right. So Twitch. Yep. Well, just just an interesting story from PC Gamer. Something you don't normally see from a game dev. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was interesting. (laughs) Especially when you watch the video. It's something you don't normally see either. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't normally see that. (laughs) Uh, Ashes Cricket 2013. Now, I'm I'm not nearly Australian or British enough to truly understand. Or Indian. Yeah, or any of them who who, compete for the Ashes. Basically, it's it's the the great Stanley Cup of the cricket world. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashes Cricket 2013 pulled from sale 
Publisher promises refunds for buyers. Right. This is a game that made it all the way to the shelf. To getting sold and then canceled. Uh Uh-huh. Pulled from sale following complaints from buyers. (laughs) But if you see the video, you know why it got canceled. These weren't design complaints (laughs) about the game being too slow or too boring. This is cricket after all. Right. (laughs) Which is slow and boring. But rather what appears to be an absurdly shoddy product. Buggy. Terrible textures, awful AI, (laughs) choppy camera. So we're talking like Colonial Marines and Superman N64 levels. Warping. Um, Now, that said, if you watch the video on the site, and and if they actually, uh, the animations were all correct and everything was working seamlessly, I still would have no freaking idea what was going on. on. (laughs) It's still cricket and we're still American. So I don't even know if what they're trying to simulate is correct or not, but either way, it's like they kind of get the ball to them and then the guy just falls into a it dive, was, was like and then a, he pops back up, and then the ball sh- ejects out of his head. It was kind of a <laughs> and, and bounces like behind him where another guy runs over, stops, looks at it for a second, yeah. and then reaches and then falls, down. Yeah, yeah, I think it yeah. was kind of like a mix of tag and hot potato, and you know, just a so bunch strange. of other weird games. Just people standing around. Yeah, it, I have no yeah. idea what's happening, but and, yeah. Rare one where they actually would completely just say, our bad, we're getting it out of here, we'll give you all your money back. Right. But that's so funny Oof. that they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't see that? Like, they didn't notice that when they were shipping the game? Oh, I'm assuming I someone mean, noticed and said, and just hoped that they would get their money and run. Right. Or, you know, maybe the fans will community patch it for right. us. Or, or, or yeah. they had a plan, well, we'll patch it after release. Is always a great idea. Ugh. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. We'll just sneak it out. Sim City. Yeah, um, <laughs> that never goes well. No. So, or, or even better, we'll patch it, but we'll call it uh, paid DLC. Oh yeah, mm. that goes over right. really well. Right, right. So, but good on the publisher. Absolutely. Yeah. For saying, yeah, that does suck. Yeah, it was crap. And here's your money. Here's your money back. Got by us. Yeah. We'll see if they. Do deliver on that. Follow they, up they have, all they the way. Stated yeah, yeah. that they will. That's their intent. That is their intent. So, which is good. Happy ending, except for all those people who wanted to, to play an action-packed game of cricket on their <laughs> console. They would have been disappointed either way. I'm sorry. Action-packed game of cricket is an oxymoron. I just, I'll just stop talking. Right. Right. However, <laughs> <sighs> speaking of patching, we also had a story on there about a guy who. Is known for fixing. Is your game crap? Yeah. Right. <laughs> is your green game crap? I'll fix it. This fan will fix it for yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm it's trying from to Wired. It. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, about a gentleman, Peter Durante uh, Thoman. Thoman. Uh, he made a name for himself. His big contribution was the Dark Souls. When it came to the PC port, it was locked at a 720p resolution. resolution. And he basically created a patch to unlock it that pretty much has become a mandatory from what you see. If you're playing... uh, You have to have the the, Durante patch. Yeah, you're going to have this patch on there to unlock it because without it, it's just terrible. And the difference is amazing. Yeah, And he did such a great job, he didn't have to rewrite all the code. Right, right. He just went in and uh, just basically reworked the code enough to to work or to allow this feature to uh, appear for the game. So 
it's it's again it's one of those things that it's great for computer gaming to have people like this who can come in and basically take a developer release port or especially it seems he focuses on ports so console mm-hmm. port goes to the PC he uh, re-engineers it unlocks a bunch of stuff makes big use of the computer that's awesome on the same time it's basically kind of like that cricket game a crutch that maybe developers go well Durante we'll just throw it out there Durante or some other like obsessed person we'll, we're just basically you know crowdsourcing yeah. our uh, the final stages of our game development well I mean that's- but the reality is too that that if you were going to do something like that as a developer and I hate to say this that's part of what beta is for yeah is to put it out there as an open beta and let the community fix what's broken or discover mm-hmm. what's broken the, at least so what's you can fix right it. exactly so that you've got the you've got the opportunity it, it's just well, and the funny thing about it's, this it's fix... It's crap to mm-hmm. send something out there that's broken that but way. The, but it's more and more common because the devs develop for the f- the fixed sandbox that is a console. Mm-hmm. Right. And then do the minimum amount of work possible to make it run at all on a PC and then say, okay, it's ported. Right. And yeah. like I said, it's not broken. It's just not, not what features. it could be. Yeah, it's there's just features. Like, I mean, this latest one, Deadly Permonitions, is a console game that doesn't have controller support on the PC. I mean, <laughs> why? Like, what? How could you... Mm-hmm. How a, could you actually use the game ridiculous. without controller support? Well, it's just one of those things. Like, is, didn't you already have that built in the game? Right. Why did you not bring <laughs> that over? Why? Yeah, it didn't, yeah it's, it's one of those just kind of shocking Why things. did you remove that code when you ported it over to the PC? That's... Yeah, no probably sense. because it was some sort of custom had customs embedded in it that would only work with the or controller on the console, or whoever was porting it was well, incompetent. Just, yeah, yeah it's I mean, just you know, it's I mean, it it's took hard a to guy say. two weeks to come up with this patch, right? And the the game company has been promising a patch for the same thing, and has yet to give it up. Yeah, basically. So it took one guy two weeks to come up with the patch. And you have all these employees working on this game, and you can't come up with a patch in two weeks? Are, are we, yeah, are we sure it's all those employees? A lot of times when you hear a company say, yeah, we're going to work on that, it really is something that's not as high priority for them. And that's what they said. It wasn't a high priority. Yep. Yeah. They, because Basically. it was graphics. But, I mean, right now, graphics, with all mm-hmm. those new age televisions that everyone's getting, they're getting yep. HDTV, the LEDs. The, 4K, yeah, 8K. 3D, everything. KKK. You want good graphics. Obviously, graphics is a big deal to people. Mm-hmm. So your game has to look good. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's one of those, uh, thank, thankfully, this guy exists and he's yeah. willing to do this and other people like him are willing to put in so much time, uh, Free to, time to mod this stuff. And I mean, even he says, like, even though it'd be neat to work with the source code, I really don't have any desire to do it as a job. It's just a hobby for him. So that's great. But I'd like to see companies, I mean, 70 hours worth of work from one person. You'd think a company would have the resources to get that type of stuff in there. Absolutely. But we will see. So our friends over at Kotaku mm-hmm. are doing the legwork for us yet again. Uh, they ha- did the Xbox Four versus Xbox One versus PS Four comparison. Right. We had to make yeah. yes, uh, basically do their typical with some funny stuff thrown in as well. Oh yeah, uh, but a, a not terrible <laughs> point by point comparison of the two and where th- they think each console has its edge. Right. Um, they still don't give you which one's best yet, though. 
Well, they give basically they give you, if you're you looking the, for this, this, right. and if you're looking for that, that, but they don't give a definite, a because definite answer. I don't think you can do nope. that anymore because they're apples and oranges. People are using them for different things. So my priority right. might be multiplayer and how is their online service. Mm-hmm. Another person's priority may be what is the absolute highest resolution I can crank out of this thing, and that's that leads to two completely different answers. Mm-hmm. Different people. Um, because you were talking about graphics earlier, I mean, there's a clear winner between these two. Because and the, the biggest winner of all is AMD. Yeah. Yes. Because you well, look at the that. components that are in these things. <laughs> yeah. And the Wii U even has sporting more than a few. AMD. They're, they're all using AMD video cards. The Xbox One and the uh, PS4 are both using AMD CPUs. Um. So there, there's just advanced micro devices, chips all over these things. They are they are just Howling with laughter all the way to the bank with this console generation because Nvidia is nowhere to be found in this generation. They they did something to piss somebody off and got or just didn't have the the products ready in a timely manner, and mm-hmm. they are not a part of the console uh, generation this go around. Right. Um, so yeah, the clearest winner of all, advanced micro devices. Congratulations, <laughs> AMD. But yeah. going through just seeing a point point, you know, controller design. Uh, the camera design, how the cameras work, um, simple stuff like, like the, the, the design of the case, the yeah. dimensions of the mm-hmm. case, and they, they do a, a really a nice. Um, they, have, they also have a section here on the gifts, where they have all the. the <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I think my my favorite one is the sports bros. Sports bros, <laughs> the sports bros, the three covers of the EA games that released for both of them, yep. and the sports bros are di- very disappointed in you <laughs> because they all look very disappointed. Yeah, well. <laughs> and there was a whole another article on Kotaku where a bunch of it was like their contest to make give, uh, you know memes and stuff gifts off this, but uh, no, they do. It's an interesting comparison because, like I said, some are silly, some are are really valid. Um, looking at online offerings, uh, second screen usage, the ability to play. The the games you spent eight years that's a good game. one too because it's yeah. both just complete like right. it's the picard face palm and a homer face palm. and a homer one, face one palm. each because basically yeah. they said it's a draw they both suck yeah they both sucked it on because they're not backwards compatible right yeah. but can't you plug in your xbox 360 into your xbox you can, one but it and just, play your old games but then you still yeah. have to have a working console yeah. one of the things that i love about the wii u is the fact that it, it plays the entire back catalog from the Wii, which is absolutely necessary, because the only reason I have a Wii U is that we killed the Wii. Yeah. And Nemesis was uh, jonesing for his fix. Wow. So, conveniently, mm-hmm. the Wii U became available. Um, now, you know, the, the hardware, it, it's h- almost hard to call the Wii U the same generation as now, the Xbox One. Yeah. It you is, could, yeah. It's, a, it's a, this weird middle space between, and it just... I don't know. Raw I, power has never been... Nintendo's approach and man does it show not for a long time yeah. I mean I would argue like Super Nintendo mm-hmm. day that was one that they really were trying to say look we're better than the Sega Genesis at the time but it's since, a substantial improvement over the Wii since the PlayStation near. era yeah. Yeah. it's really not been a focus for so Nintendo we're going for clever game design our strong right. uh, titles that are well known so and you know the, the Zelda yeah. bundle Zelda for both Mario. the, the, the yeah. DSi sure. and the sure. uh, Wii U came out this season so they're they're hitting zelda hard this year but i think i mean the end of the article sums up what i think a lot of people that are sane have come to the conclusion 
Number one, neither of these are must-haves at the moment right. just because the library is so small. Number two, if you had to pick, it really depends what you're going to do. If you want something that's meant for gaming, PS4 has the edge. If you want something that does a lot of other things or you're looking for something to be more of a media center and does some gaming, then the Xbox seems to have the edge. Yeah. But a lot of this will still shake out more, obviously, in the coming months, especially when we get into a lot more of the dwindling but still somewhat significant console exclusives. Yep. True. So. But it was, it was a really, really extremely thorough... Yeah. Uh, yeah, she even tried to tuck, one, tuck the PS4 into her bag to see if she could carry it. Right. Well, her, her handbag was too small, but her backpack was just fine. But the, the, the PS4 is surprisingly small. It is con- comparatively because, wow, that Xbox One is but giant. It, but you remember the it's original PS3 was enormous. Yeah. yeah. And the, the PS4 on launch is a little bit smaller than a, a thin PS3. It mm-hmm. is. So. When they put them next to each other. It's startling. It's startling. How, how much smaller the, yeah. the PS4 is. Well, yeah. even they put the original Xbox next to. The Xbox One. Right, yeah. And that the Xbox One is still was, about an inch bigger. Right. The yeah. original Xbox was a huge And that, the, the original case. Xbox and was it's, huge. And uh, the, the Xbox One is, doesn't have the ability to be vertical. It right. has to be a horizontal. A horizontal. Yeah. It's meant to go into your stereo. So it's a little rack. less of a... Versatile. Versatile. Yeah, because yeah, I'm doing the sideways mount on the PS3 right now. Right, so right. I, it's way I ran out of shelves. One of the Xboxes in our house is... Our upstairs one is Mine vertical. Mine is like that, yeah. yeah. Because you're scary that way. Right, that's right. And you have a child. Must have his own. Yeah. And her name is Daxa. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And I don't share. Nope. <laughs> She's not a giver. She's not. No. I get it. I uh, man. So Steam has released Steam reviews. Yeah. Or what I like to call normal functionality that I really was surprised was it exist already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, with Valve, everything is this massive announcement. And when I saw that, I'm like, you didn't already about, about have time. Us? I yeah. mean, really? Seriously? I, you know, yeah, I don't have to scour Reddit anymore to find to reviews find of reviews. the games that you're putting on sale. I can just now go to Steam for that. So that's nice to see. I mean, I think it was a long overdue invention. Uh, you know, with a site as popular as Steam, especially for us, not only a site to see games, but to download them and buy them, I'm curious how company game companies will look to influence that review or, you know, how much more... AstroTurf yeah, inbound. How much extra, you know, stuff. Because you definitely see that when you go to game... Uh, a GameStop or an EB Games website, you get like some of these games that are like in pre-order and they're already giving it like 10 out of 10 and you're like, wait a second uh-huh. here. <laughs> this game is in pre-order. How can yeah. that be happening? <laughs> this is going to be the most awesome game ever. Mm-hmm. Well, there were there were a couple things that I liked looking at it though. Uh-huh. There were a couple of tells. First off was it, it posts the reviewer mm-hmm. and it says how many games they have in their account. Mm-hmm. So you Consider can, the source. You can kind of tell. Right. All that means but, is Valve is going to be making out like bandits because all the bots are going to have to buy huge, <laughs> huge bags of games. Yep. This the is other, genius. But the other Smart. part was was how many people found the review helpful. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can comment and rank other people's reviews. And people so will. if you are a bot, right, and you're doing and you're just programmed in to deliver the ten out of ten or the I am not a robot. zero out of ten review that you're supposed to do, you're not caption bot. Yeah. Um, I am episode bot. <laughs> so I basically, not programmed to love. 
But I, I like the ability to rate others' reviews. Yeah. Um, and you can, like, follow a reviewer as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it nice. was... I, I thought there were pieces in it. And honestly, I like that on Amazon, too. Oh, yeah. I like being able to look and say, oh, this is a oh, person is that I trust their reviews. And, yeah. I guess because you, you know. see that, like, even on, like, goodoldgames.com, mm-hmm. they do that. Now, the reviews on there are a little skewed because everybody has the nostalgia glasses on for right. a lot of the games. Oh, yeah. So it's hey, like, five star, five star, glasses. five star. You're like, I don't remember that game being a five star yeah. game, but all right. It's a five star memory, memory of your childhood. Right, but. right. So, <laughs> right. But man, let me tell you, when you see a three star game on there, you're like, wow, that game must, must have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> So basically what you're saying is they, they, they split yeah. the scale. Yeah. So <laughs> at least with this, it's going to be a little more modern games. And yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely... Because if you can go in and see that they have a game on their account, I would believe you can also see how many hours they've spent on the game. Yes. So right. that might also give you a better indication of whether or not... Did this person actually play this game? Yeah. yeah. So that could be... I mean, I think it's good functionality overall. It's one that seems a long time coming, but I'm glad to see it in beta state at least. No, I could see someone who is already doing game reviews on, say, their YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. or someone becoming a celebrity by becoming a go-to source within the Steam community of, I trust Ed's reviews. Ed has never steered me wrong, Mm -hmm. and people in the community saying, oh, well, new game just came out. What does Ed say? Yep. Exactly. And Ed, all Ed is is a guy who loves games and yeah. writes honest reviews. And that is a, a hard commodity to come by sometimes. So. Sure. And, Ed, and you have to be there. on that same wavelength with right. Ed. Because, I mean, yeah. I I trust, like, Penny Arcade. I trust Gabe and Tycho to give me honest reviews. Yes. But I skew towards Tycho's games. Like, Gabe's, the things he likes, I don't tend to like The things like he's prepared to play and think yeah. are yes. fun. Like, no. Not so much. Whereas Tycho, I'm kind of like, yeah, they even have I'm a more in phase. It. I'm like, uh, lost yeah. respect for you. Yeah, it's sometimes he goes down these paths where I'm just like, that's the artist talking right there. Yes, he is. You like teeth. big, bright colors, <laughs> and that's what really needs to grab you. Ponies and unicorns <laughs> and unicorns and ponies. Right. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. <laughs> oh goodness. What I talked about unicorns. Okay. Come on, Charlie. Right. Uh, all right, that brings us uh, handily mm-hmm. to our next break. Yeah. Right on time. Oh, my God. We're operating on time. That? What's happening? It's an alternate universe. <sighs> You're listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Alpha Geek Radio. Come join us on the web, alphageekradio.com. Listen when you're at home. Listen when you're about. It's all there. It all works. And I expect you to use it. Woohoo! Ha, 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 ha. Email the program. It is the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Dot com. We will be back for Researched Chaos right after a little The Ganker Unplugged by Brew Guy. This is going back to the old oh, uh, radio cool. idol days as I was importing some of the mi- music we were missing in and came across that and said, I need to listen to me some Brew Guy. So yeah. we'll be back right after this. Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. You gotta be really quiet. You see, I'm sneaking up on a night elf. I wouldn't want him to hear me. Would you? Uh-huh. We're here on Wow. 
you let me stop by and sing a little something special.
researched chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on alphageekradio.com. Researched chaos is the segment. And it is brought to you by our all-volunteer research team who labors under slaves under the yoke. Especially this time. Of our... <laughs> is, yeah, because uh, the uh, contri- contributions uh, consist of MacBit. Mac- <laughs> not to Mac- not Mac- being confused with, with MacButt. <laughs> um, so, MacBit, thank you for uh, submitting links this week. And it was, it was the holiday week. And yes. people yeah. were scattered to the four winds and doing the family thing. And um, we currently have... Uh, Family still here. Family in the right. next room. Grail brought, it, brought his parents with him. Yep. Because apparently take bring, them to an airport. to Radio Day. Well, <laughs> bring them to an airport yes. day. <laughs> so we have many interesting links this week, uh, including a two-parter related to the previously mentioned Penny Arcade. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun kind of internet saga. The internet doing what the internet does. And so one was a link to that made the rounds on various nerdy news sites saying this job posting from Penny Arcade is borderline um, abusive. Yeah. Basically saying it's an IT professional job that they're posting for their small, you know, they're they're an office that fluctuates between 15 and 20 people in any given. Very small. They're they're Mm -hmm. very small considering, especially considering what they do because that's the team that runs Penny Arcade Expos Mm -hmm. all around the world now. The Child's Play Charity is a separate entity, but a fair amount of stuff gets uh, directed their way via the Penny Arcade offices. Penny Arcade TV. PATV. Obviously, the, the uh, website, the Penny Strip Arcade Search, Online. The, uh, the um, reality show they've done for mm-hmm. the uh, cartoonists. So, And they spell out in, in gory detail, uh, basically, you're going to work your ass off in this position. You're going to wear about four different hats mm-hmm. where someone in this position might be only ever, ever accustomed to wearing one. Right. And we're going to pay you... Fairly good. Fair. We're, we're definitely not going to pay you at the top end of the range you've expected. Yeah. And they basically say, but your quality of life and your... You know, we, we take a lot of those resources and dedicate them towards making your time at work the best it can be. Right. Exactly. Um, so a lot of people were hemming and hawing saying, oh, they're expecting people to come and work for, for peanuts just because it's Penny Arcade and they are going to, they're abusive to their employees and harump, 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 people talking out of their asses mm-hmm. basically. And the person who currently holds the position hopped on the Penny Arcade forums to say, mm-hmm. hey guys, I just thought I'd jump in and say what it's really like doing this job. Right. And kind of in response to the people saying, you know, oh, terrible, terrible, awful place. But he's like, no. And he wasn't leaving because he was I'm, burnt out. I'm he wasn't leaving, leaving because, because he hated the job. I've always dreamed of teaching and I have an opportunity to go teach. Right. So I've socked away some money because I know I'm going to be paid terribly as a teacher. Man with a plan. Smart man. Smart guy. Um, and basically says, yeah, I do work my ass off in this job. And I do stretch my limits and I'm expected mm-hmm. to do a lot. And I'm outside my comfort zone in a lot of these areas. And I've been exposed to technologies that I never knew before. And this guy has an impressive resume. Right. He came to them via Amazon. Right. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. he you know, worked in, in the customer-facing uh, parts of websites you know, where you know, the millions of us And come. made better money. He yeah. took a pickup oh, to yeah. take this job. To, to, but he stopped working and, and he lost uh, shares you know, mm-hmm. that he might have invested in yeah. if he had stayed. Um, 
and basically fires a shot back saying, no, guys, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, part of what people are taking from the shot posting is correct. It is a very difficult job that is only moderately well compensated, but it's an awesome place to work. And exactly. I wouldn't trade it and I was not burned out. I did not get forced out of this position. I'm leaving it because of a personal choice I have made. And, and other, if I didn't have this drive to go be a teacher, I would absolutely be staying. So shut up. Yeah. Knock it yeah. off. Exactly. So I, I liked, I liked the, 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 the tone of his, of his response. And, you know, it, well, it, I mean, but I think he still went back and said, you know, there is a lot of, I, he's like, because I wrote the job description that you yeah. see there. A lot of that is my writing, and I didn't want to sugarcoat what it was like. This, And it's definitely, you read it, it's like, that's not a job for a lot of people. Absolutely what the not. requirements are, are pretty You better be rough. single. Yeah, well, single <laughs> or have somebody that works the same amount that you do, right. and you guys are comfortable in that, because it's a very much a, you're going to be doing work at home, you're on call Always, right. from what I can tell, because there's just you guys. Just uh, there's just you. I mean, there is it's real, which is really surprising for uh, Enterprise's biggest penny arcade that they only have one guy. But well, nonetheless, when you, go to, when you go on to read his, uh, you know, the article he posted, mm-hmm. he does say that yes, it's only him who is the main guy, right? But he has all these resources that he goes sure. to to answer questions. Other for people the who are good at things. Do. There's yeah. vendors and stuff that he, yeah. he said they they're they heavily outsource, a lot of outsource and heavy yes. amount of cloud. I am expert at calling Rackspace support and right. filing exactly. a ticket. Right, exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of that. But, I mean, a lot of it's also him mm-hmm. doing code development. Um, but more, it's the whole, like, you can't go if you're not allowed to go somewhere that doesn't have cellular range because right. you are on call all the time. There, so if, that, no if that's an important part of your life of going out into the woods where you don't have coverage, you need not this isn't the job. Yeah. And, I mean, there was a lot of that honesty in there, that which is good. I mean, it's why sugarcoat the well, job. I love it what he says here. Some things you should know about this job. We are terrible at work-life right. balance. Yes. That's in the original. That's in the original job posting. Yeah. Right. yeah. But really Although your, but your work is pretty much your life, we do our absolute best to make sure it is, the work is as awesome as possible so you at least enjoy uh, each and every day you spend here because you're going to be spending a lot here. Well, and in his forum post, he says, not everyone wants, you know, to be out to work eight to five and have 2.5 kids or whatever. Right. right. So we do have people there who are like Work-life balance is not the same for everybody. When it comes to that. Well, the place, I mean, it's it's interesting to me, and I think that probably works for Penny Arcade. What it, it's what, The note this struck for me was the fact that when you end up in a company where some of the people work 40 a week and have their mm-hmm. two-plus kids mm-hmm. and, and do that and then depend on others working 12, 13, 14, 15-hour days. Sure. To, to do it, and that's where it's everybody's unbalanced. So if the whole company is gung-ho and each person in the company is doing the job of three or four mm-hmm. and you see that, then I think that you find like minds and you succeed. Mm-hmm. It's when half of the company does and half of the company doesn't. That can breed resentment. That you run into difficulties because that's Mm -hmm. what i'm dealing with in my workplace right now is half the company is doing 11 12 13 14 hour days and the other half is doing you know eight to five nine to six and refuses to do any more right and it it's a really interesting challenge that i think that that you face as an organization is where do you go from there i personally feel that that is a great opportunity for someone who could 
Yeah, who but, can, who who yeah. can do that? Oh, and they and they really this that has to be their hobby. Yeah, it has to be something mm-hmm. they like coding. What I would be doing coding anyway. on the weekends, and I have a right. friend who's like that. Yes. it's it's oh his this thing. This is what they're going to do. This is his yeah. whole thing. Like maybe he unwinds some with games and movies, but really his whole love is doing IT type stuff, even when he's not on the clock, you know, so to say, with with his job, he's still doing stuff for his job because that's what he loves to do. Right. And that's what this position would need. You need somebody who really just loves doing this yeah. type of stuff. It goes out and, and, and they say you need to be a self-starter and yeah. someone who just knows how to solve problems or work around yeah. them. Yeah. And so, yeah, you mean, obviously, if you have somebody that has a family that demands a lot of the time, this job just doesn't work for them. And all, it's not a bad thing. being said... If I were a single man, yeah. Oh, you would be perfect for yeah. that job. I would. I would need a broader base in some right. of the areas. As I was reading. I got to reading the job description with a mm-hmm. serious eye towards. I wonder if I could do this. And there, and there are bits of it that I've never touched. Yeah. Uh, Adam. Um, yeah. Ruby. There's a lot of the more mm-hmm. serious coding <laughs> of actual front end to to, to right. back end interfacing. Mm-hmm. That's outside my experience, um, but. If you know, I would totally go for a job like that if my life were different and I had it's my a, fault, a bigger skill set. <laughs> I, I take the blame for that, it's my fault. No, because I probably still yeah. wouldn't have the skill set even if I were a single man, honey. That has nothing to do with it, it's still my fault. <laughs> no, it's I love but you. the reality is, right? Cho- it's a choice fault, it's, it's nobody's fault, it's your choice. You yeah, right. decided to so, go this yeah, way, it's not a bad thing not being able, able to apply for this job, no. it's just that's what the job requires, exactly. And I mean, if like I said, if you can do it, hey, it's it's a fantastic opportunity, it's a great opportunity. You'd just, work with some amazing people, they're all really mm-hmm. nice people. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's why it'll be a hotly oh, absolutely. competitive job. Yeah. And, absolutely. I, and I do like the phrase, we're not interested in hiring anyone just to set them up for failure. Right. What would be the point? I love You're that. wasting your time and ours. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that'd be, whoever gets this job, you're going to be one lucky guy. One well, really lucky guy. You read the guy who, who is or in girl, the job, or how girl. he got to yep. know them. He was an enforcer for Penny Arcade yep. Expo for six years. Six years, I know. Um, and was running um, the... One of the big rooms. One of the big console rooms. Free the console, console free yeah. room. So he was not a stranger to the people no. at Penny Arcade. No. And then when the last job opening came up, he's like, hey, hey remember me? Yeah. Uh, and I suspect that's how it'll get filled. Well, again, if you have an interest in working at Penny Arcade, probably volunteering do. to be an enforcer isn't a bad decision. No, it's actually <laughs> a really good decision. It's just damn fun. You know, but I'm just, yeah, there's, he definitely was invested in doing stuff yeah. with them. Um, so, well, they take care of even their enforcers. So yeah. Their enforcers well, even, say they have a fabulous time doing it because yeah. they do so much for them. And even in the uh, job description, I mean, they're willing to relocate you to get if you're oh, yeah. the right person. So they are willing to spend a lot on the surrounding stuff, but you know they expect a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. High standards. So uh, shocked and amazed, hot on the heels of BlizzCon, where they had panels talking about the World of Warcraft movie yeah. for the first time in forever. <laughs> had the director up there. Uh, yeah, now it's been pushed back another year. 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. So now it's gone from almost completely irrelevant because they've totally missed the peak of, of World of Warcraft's yeah. uh, popularity to why are they still making this movie? Yeah, and I thought, I mean, the article is a really short article, but I thought the comments down below were the more meat of it, where people are saying, is this, who cares? Yeah. Like, and really, in 2016... Back, back six years ago when they announced this... Yeah. People care. We were interested. It would have been a big deal. If they correspond, or corresponded it with a expansion release, oh, like yeah. Burning Crusade or Lich King, 
that would have been a big deal. Absolutely. Now, now they're actually they're, they're telling a story from before World of Warcraft. Yeah. They're telling a story from Warcraft. And they pushed it. Now, the, the, the reasoning that they, behind why they pushed it back is pretty transparent. They don't want to go head-to-head with Star Wars oh, sure. Episode Seven and Avengers 2. I'm sure a lot of movie schedules have been rearranged. Since those two bombs <laughs> have dropped in the yeah. same holiday season, Avengers yeah. 2 and um, Star Wars Episode Seven. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in that melee. We were totally talking about things and stuff and yeah, places. Uh, talking about Warcraft, Warcraft and how pushed back to 2016 irrelevant it is now. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yep. And yeah, interesting numbers from Canales dot com. See and yeah, Canales dot com. Whatever. Insight, innovation, impact. Canales dot com. Tablets to make up 50% of the PC market in 2014. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Android-derived operating systems will account for 32% of the PC market next year. Interesting prediction. Mm -hmm. Um, It depends on what you define as a tablet. Right. Because I look at something like the Surface 2. The Mm -hmm. Pro? And the Surface Surface 2 Pro and the Surface Pro and say, that's an Ultrabook with with a flexi keyboard. And a touch. Well, I guess touchscreens touch now are kind of are even becoming, becoming normal. Not quite. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you've seen that across. A, yeah, I guess like the Acer laptops that have touchscreen is that a tablet or a laptop? Right, and basically, you know, does it fold to conceal the keyboard? Right, is, is the thing they use to rule between them? Uh, they're just giving you bad flashbacks to the old terrible convertible. Uh, tablets that were running XP mm-hmm. Tablet Edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, the the Surface Pro, I think, wildly underrated. Oh, I think it's oh, great. absolutely. I, it w- is, I want one. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's still, yes. you know, it's it's definitely on the high end. It's a nine hundred dollar piece yeah. of equipment. Well, it's a, it, it's a laptop. It's a laptop. Said. But it's a freaking Core i seven usually. Right. It's a fast. It. I mean, especially the the two runs gaming well. It, Artists love them. Yeah, We're talking about Gabe We've from seen Penny all Arcade. that from Gabe. It, it, it's and, his go-to tablet now yeah. for it replaced a freaking Wacom. That's saying something, right? Mm-hmm. Artistry, but also he makes a lot of mention of all the gaming he's able to do on it. It's very yep. seamless. It works well, um, and it gives you the functionality office. of a tablet, but alongside right. Office and stuff like that. So it's where Windows Eight really shines. Yeah, mm-hmm. about the only place that Windows Eight really shines is on a, is on a tablet style interface. So. I guess it shouldn't surprise me that they're becoming this dominant force in how we do computing. It's just it, they feel they still feel so new to me. The novelty of my iPad has not worn off on me. I really every time I use it, my inner nerd giggles a little bit. Really? <laughs> because I waited so long in my life for that thing for to that be there. Because I've been waiting for it since 2001: A Space Odyssey where yeah. the idea was really first put in front of me. And that's why when tablets first came out, I suggested subjected myself to these terrible Windows CE tablets that were horrifyingly <laughs> bad and weren't even they were, I, they were pre-Wi-Fi Wi-Fi, so the wireless I was using was this standard that no longer exists. Um, I don't even remember the name of it, but it was one of the few I could get a PC card that would go into this convertible tablet and that would have drivers for Windows CE, all because 
I wanted the reality of, of sitting and browsing the internet with this touch screen capable device. Yeah. Because that's what the web was made for. Hypertext and, you know, pressing something to, you know, would you like to know more? Um, to me, it was just, it was made for a touch interface. And I wanted it so badly, and I kept trying to find the iterations, and then Windows XP Tablet PC mm-hmm. Edition, and then Vista's tablet support, mm-hmm. and then Seven's tablet support. Getting you know marginally better, they were still the uh, resistive touchscreens. You're using a stylus, and they were, and, and they hadn't given themselves fully to the touch interface. It was still. And obviously, a keyboard and mouse interface. They were trying to trying make to wedge with, with in a stylus. There. Mm-hmm. You had yeah. a stylus with a button for right clicking, and it was, it was horrifyingly bad. Yeah. But I put myself through it because I knew one day, one day <laughs> it, it would be right, and it would give me what I wanted. Uh-huh. And Apple finally delivered that with the iPad. Right. So, as far as web browsing and things just, like just, that, just yeah. working the way you would expect it to at all. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah. Giving they they didn't adapt Mac OS mm-hmm. X, they wrote iOS right from the ground up, and they built custom processors and custom graphic hardware specifically to be responsive to touch interface, mm-hmm. and it made all the difference in the world to have a purpose built device instead of Microsoft's approach was to try and adapt their existing product into something it was not. So. I still every time I use it, this is the most awesome thing ever. <laughs> I know you're, you said that you know it's it's trying to adapt into something that it's not, but the my with what I want to get out of a tablet, the Surface is actually what I've always wanted. Oh, I think that's why I say tablet. the Surface is underrated. The yeah. Surface yeah. Pro, not the Surface. No, no, RT. not the not Surface RT. RT is the, an abomination before God. Yeah, surface now, but the Surface Pro is exactly what I've been talking about ever since we went to CES. It is the best of all worlds. Uh, yes, because it's a laptop, yep. but in tablet form. It's not just a laptop. It's an ultrabook. It's, yeah, a, it's a really powerful, good it's a laptop. laptop. It's wafer thin, and it does all the stuff you want it exactly. to with acceptable battery life that's the area that, they could that really is the, the lesser part but again it because in return, it's a good trade-off a it's a good trade-off to me right mm-hmm. for what you and apparently improved in the two compared to right. the one no, the, the two apparently was a, about a 30 percent yeah. improvement and it actually gets to the point where like you said it's acceptable i think the right. one was more like two hours we're spoiled by so. the modern ipads that go, oh sure you know, that just go and, yeah. go and go and go but they do less they do a lot. They do less. a lot less. Nothing yeah. pisses me off more when I'm trying to view something and it, I can't view it because I don't have, yeah. you know, whatever Flash or what Adobe sometimes has an issue. Mm-hmm. It just so it, it's annoying. It'll be, it'll be see, interesting to see if this comes true, where high power tablets actually do supplant laptops, right? Because mm-hmm. I still I had I had the conversation with a client within the last week and a half where they said, hey, we, we'd like a a laptop for the conference room. So we can remote in, do remote desktop, and you know, bring up our tax preparation software for clients. And I was finally, well, have you considered the Surface Pro, which is you know the, the ultimate thing for calling somebody up and handing it to someone? Mm-hmm. And they still they went for the four hundred and eighty dollar Inspiron yeah. instead of the nine hundred dollar Surface Pro, right? Because it just the value. They didn't understand the value and the difference between big, chunky, 15-inch laptop versus slim, svelte, high-powered. Here, let me touch screen, bring this up, and then just 
pointed at you. Yeah. It's, it, the, the, the average consumer, the non-us mm-hmm. consumer, doesn't get it yet. They're getting there. Right. The iPad is the wonderful gateway drug. And I've seen plenty of people who, who slam the Surface until they got their hands on a yeah. Surface Pro. Yeah. And realized, oh, hold, and, and Windows 8. Right. A Surface Pro running Windows 8 and 8.1. Is a wonderful piece of technology, yeah. and I and I, I feel kind of bad for Microsoft for having been such an early pioneer in trying to make tablets work, yeah, and finally mm-hmm. arrive at a really good product, and nobody cares. Nobody cares because it's in a weird price zone. It's like in a weird you price said, zone, and it's too late to the party. It's late to the party. They're not, and they're not hitting. They haven't hit their niche yet. To they say don't, they don't have a killer app. This is the place. We, yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't have a killer app and the functionality that people want. Like folks that are like, I just want my tablet to play are going to pick a Kindle Fire. They're going to pick right. an iPad Mini. They're going to pick an off-brand uh, uh, Android device. Right. And the ones that are serious and are wanting like laptop functionality still are pushing to just getting a laptop. I don't know that the Surface is in the conversation yet. Right. They're, they're even considering it because it's right. It hasn't been marketed in front of them. So, and so. but I mean, l- lately the commercials you see for the Surface are actually dr- aimed towards business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are trying to say, look, instead of replacing all your folks with laptops and stuff, why don't you just get them all a Surface? Right. And it's same price, and look at all this extra functionality. Right. So and they, they are, are trying a tablet, so you don't need to yeah. have those silly iPads. They're trying to. Don't have to, and you don't have to deal with the Google Docs or whatever other right. program you have to put in on right. your iPad. Right. You know, it's already what you use in your business. Right. No, I, yeah, it's I mean, a pain-free transition. Pain-free transition. I, I think that's, that's a smart, that up. smart marketing decision on their part. No, I agree. Absolutely. So ask again this time next year, and we'll see just how much. And we'll look around and say, what's a laptop? We'll, we'll always think here yeah. with our various ta- tablets, including tablets. including the, the one hovering here doing the broadcasting. Yes. <laughs> what? As long as it works. Exactly. <laughs> Blue screening as it hovers. <laughs> Indeed. What yeah. Fun. All right, so we're going to call this segment because I know you guys need yep. to. Yes. You need to roll. When, when do you need to head out? Now. Now <laughs> So, all you out there, warm up your copies of Skype and point them at GnomeWise. That's G N O M E W I S E. Talk about your Black Friday scores or anything else you've heard uh, during the show today. And when we return, we will. I, because it's going to be me, will take your calls. Uh, we're going to play you guys a little music here while Grail and Dax ahead to the airport. What did I have queued up here? I have ha, uh, another oldie but goldie, uh, Victims of Science. The device has been modified from your uh, Portal Portal oh, 1 right yes. era, no less. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. We'll be back with your calls right after this. Hey, this is Tom Merritt from Tech News Today. You're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Oh, and welcome to the Enrichment Center. Oh, and welcome to the Enrichment Center. Oh, your specimen has been processed. Oh, your specimen has been processed. Your specimen has been processed. Hello. And we are now ready to begin the test proper.
you found me Congratulations Was it worth it? The only thing you've managed to break so far Is my heart This is so brave It's murder What did I ever do to you? You don't even care, do you? Please proceed into Android Health. Android Health. Weighted storage cube destroyed. Weighted storage cube destroyed. Weighted storage cube destroyed. Thank you for participating in this Aperture Science computer-aided enrichment activity. Goodbye. Goodbye. Are you still there? I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinion. Casually Hardcore continues live on alphageekradio.com. Hello there, children. So, for the podcast listener, no time will have passed. <clears throat> Once again. So, let's go with the non-bearded one uh, first, shall we? Uh, welcome to Casually Hardcore, where we just, in an uninterrupted fashion, completely transitioned into this segment and are now taking your calls. Welcome to the show, Who's Calling? This is Agrius SW. Agrius, how have you been? I've been very well, actually. Thank you for asking, sir. I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'd love to give a shout-out to my loving girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Who? Who? What? I don't know. This, this guy calls in and talks about chicks. That's the darnest oh. thing. Lucky guy. Mm-hmm. So, what is, uh, what is your call-in topic of choice? Are you going to talk about your uh, Black Friday deals, or did something else we talked about today inspire you? Uh, yeah, pretty much the Black Friday thing. Um, well, um, before I touch on to that, well, somewhere to touch on to that, is um, I just recently got a new job after hunting for nine months. Congrats. And that's what allowed me to make the purchase that I made this Black Friday deal. One one and, does come before the other, yes. Yes, exactly. But, um, yeah, my girlfriend and I decided to buy her a new laptop. Excellent. A proper gaming laptop. Ah, so no no mere mortal laptop, but a... No. But one made of fire and wind and epicness. Wind, fire, and epicness. And, I guess. And at what store do they sell epicness? Uh, it was on iBuyPower.com. Ah, so this was an online dealio. This was not a, a doorbuster, oh my god, visit your local retailer in a semi-suicidal fashion. Yeah, I didn't feel like mm, armoring myself up like my paladin and wow and trying to beat people off with a stick. You know, full plate would probably not be a bad idea, come to think of it. Um, probably not. Lawful good does not mean stupid. Exactly. Um, I... 
I was seduced by the lovely numbers associated with a, a Black Friday sale that I saw. So it was an 8 p.m. opening uh, Target. They had a 50-inch television for two twenty nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. So considering that Arch Nemesis killed our plasma a while back, Sadly. having... A, a sacrificial cheap, you know, because it was Bob's discount TV company that made it. But mm, this would be one that would be offered up to eventual destruction, probably by Arch Nemesis. So I thought it was worth checking on and got to the local Target and uh, was greeted by no less than nine or ten of uh, Phoenix's finest uh, police in the building that obviously had been hired there to be in be there in full uniform with sidearms it's like okay this is fairly intimidating directing traffic inside and then saw the line for the electronics department that went back from the cash register in the electronics department to the back wall of the store and then wrapped around the store um <laughs> and that's at that moment said nope and went the hell home <laughs> I'm Not wait- no, but hell no. Oh well, I mean, I spent te- ten years working in retail, so that just hit me in all all the unhappy places. So yeah, not just no, but hell no. But I'm glad you scored an online deal. I'm hoping for some Cyber Week or Cyber Monday deal to fill in the gap and get us a cheap ass. Uh, doesn't need to be high quality television for the child to destroy. Oh yes, exactly. And that's the, that's the other thing though too. As you mentioned, you worked several years in retail. So I spent the five, last five years working for GameStop yeah. and worked every Black Friday morning, which wasn't the worst, but it wasn't my favorite. But when it came to working Black Friday, I'll take the morning because I'd rather get in, set up, and then leave while the store's still a mess than clean that mess ah, up. Ah, yes, the epic mess. So I said, no, I'll work the morning when no one else wants to. And then everybody stares at me wondering, why do you want to get up that early? Well, you also you get to be the good guy because you get yeah. to be the person that has everything in stock that they came looking for and says, yes, exactly. I do have a copy of that or I do have that console for you. Instead of the guy later in the day, I made the mistake of getting there at 826 mm-hmm. when the store opened at 8 and... You know, was laughed was was roundly laughed out of the electronics department saying, "Yeah, we we got seventy five of those TVs, and there's about a hundred and twenty people in line, so good luck with that." Yeah, yeah you had math. Yeah, you had to show up at uh, Wednesday at midnight to get in line for one of those TVs. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, hope hope springs in turtles, and uh, I'm hearing voices. I recognize one beard, but there's another force of another voice upon us there. Who has joined us? This is True. True, who was desperately trying to call me when Skype was giving me the finger. I kept trying to answer your call, and it just simply blankly said to me, there is a problem with the recording device. There is a problem with the recording device. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that right now. The AE35 (laughs) is going to fail. Sorry, what? The device has been modified. The device has been modified. That's what I get for playing a a GLaDOS-inspired... Song right before trying a new a new assemblage of technology, but yeah, she had a little something to do with it, probably. Yeah. So true. Yeah. What uh, what brings you to the phones this week is uh, something in the show or something about your Black Friday experience? Well, I have an interesting Black Friday experience. Bring it. Well, first off, uh, God decided He didn't want everyone out, so He decided to do torrential raining all Friday morning. So I woke up to the streets practically flooded through. So yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, so, so it finally calms down. I try to go around the shops and see what's left. Not much. And uh, 
I pop. I'm waiting in line over at GameStop, and I'm looking at my phone, and I see that Amazon has uh, the new Ratchet and Clank game that came out two weeks ago for sale for thirty percent off. I said, okay, I'm not going to get it any cheaper anywhere around here, so I order it. Okay. And it's, somehow it showed up Saturday morning. No, I ordered wow. it Friday night at six o'clock. They are in holiday mode, and also they've been putting. Uh distribution centers all over the country in preparation for their eventual goal of same-day delivery. So I think you're benefiting from that. Yeah, there must be one over, There must be one down the street or something. I know they've put one in Phoenix, so I'm hoping to benefit from that uh, if something sweet comes up on uh, their Cyber Monday deals. But yeah, that's a, you know, Amazon has made a stated goal to, in most major metropolitan areas and outlying areas, to have same-day delivery. If, if you get your order in by, say, 11 a.m., uh, you have, can have an expectation of having that, whatever it is, that same day, which I think is the, the, a death knell for a traditional retail if they pull that off. Yep, pretty much. And you've, but you've obviously ex- basically experienced almost that without them even promising to you. They just got it the hell to you damn fast. Yep. And I was like, well, I was like, I have Prime, so it's technically, I was expecting it on Monday. So it was pretty damn fast. Yep. Oh, no. Prime, I'm a longtime Prime subscriber, especially once they added Prime Instant Video to it. I'm, I'm, I'm not used to not getting. I'm always I'm always offended when I don't get free shipping when something is not a prime qualified item. I, I get all all snooties. Oh dear, not, not good enough for you. I say yes. Um, yeah, unfortunately, what happens to me is they uh, they love to send it. What do they call it? The where they, the UPS drops off at the post office. Yeah, and then the post office loses it for two days. Yeah, because they're oh, so fun. competent. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've oh, asked, hi, Barry I've, VA. How you doing, postal worker? I've asked them repeatedly to stop sending my packages that, via that method because, like, obviously, um, Irvine Santa Ana Post Office needs a little help. <laughs> They're a little overworked, apparently. So, joining us on the call... Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the postal worker. I'm aware. Our very own postal worker, Barry Von Awesome. How you doing? That... Feature is entirely my job. I sort packages for the United States Postal Service. This makes me laugh to no end. <laughs> oh, what a world. Uh, yeah, you know what I've noticed actually recently that's very odd is that a lot of people have taken to ordering uh, cases of toilet paper on Amazon, which apparently you can buy cases of. Yeah, we ship a lot. Like you see at least two or three a day. And toilet paper comes in big cases. And it's people in like rural areas that are like, Oh no, no! I'm not going to you know drive into town and go to Target. I'll just order a case of uh, Charmin on Amazon, and Amazon doesn't alter the box of Charmin at all. They just put a sticker on it and go, "There it is, mail it." It's very uh, weird. You, United, every day. We see one every United day. States Toilet Paper Delivery Service, <laughs> yeah, the USTPS. I've actually I'm done ki- that because it was it was a third. It was like two thirds of the price. It was over Target. So I'm it was sure, like, yeah. It is it is the it is the beginning of the end times when it is the the more efficient method of getting your ass paper is via online ordering. Okay, we well, gotta work that into the show and title now. Oh, oh now, no, we, we've just titled the episode "Ass Paper." Now, when I say I see a case of toilet paper shipped through my distribution center every day from Amazon, that's one of the. Uh, thousands of boxes that i see every day it just stands out yeah i mean i worked last night and the holiday rush is on in full effect i was up to my neck in parcels 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 and i was one of two people there last night so we and we were just saturday's our night to to make up 
progress from last week and try to get ahead for Monday. And we uh, we left a man down pretty much. It was like we, we barely like we barely uh, fortified the walls from being encroachment, and it was just all that we could do to like I don't know. We'll see how this week goes. All of our drivers are doing double runs to, to the small towns every day now and through Christmas. So my job sucks. So other than uh, toilet paper delivery um, and your job sucking, uh, do you have a uh, Black Friday story for us? Or, or did something else we said during the show set you off, oh, oh great Barry? Oh, I don't do Black Friday. I also worked in retail and, and despise the uh, the whole premise entirely. I, I drove past Walmart, uh, leaving my sisters on Thanksgiving, where I went to have Thanksgiving dinner. I drove past the Walmart on my way home and laughed mightily. Uh, <laughs> millions of people lined up at like 7 or 8 p.m.-ish on, on Thanksgiving Day. Like, it's just it's just not worth it. It's just so stupid. Um, I'm really, really hoping for Cyber Monday. I'm going to log into Amazon tomorrow and pull up my wish list and see if anything went on super, super stupid scale sale. And uh, other than that, I'll probably just like I'm sure I'll get lots of notifications from other sites I shop on. Um, you did touch on uh, one thing that I can talk about. You talked about um, the new Zelda game. I picked it up this week. This is the HD remix of. No, the HD remake of Wind Waker was uh, like a month ago. This is the new game, um, uh, Link Between Worlds. It's a, a 3DS Oh, the 3DS one. Yeah, I was thinking Wii U titles. Yeah, No, they've got the special edition of the yes. uh, 3DS you can get that's all uh, triforced out and, and gold exactly. and black toned. And I was holding out on buying the 3DS uh, XL. Uh, I, I hadn't gone to even 3DS yet. I was waiting for one that would make it totally worth it. And when I saw that this was coming out, I said, that's that's it, and pulled the trigger on it. I actually ordered it online. I found my best price was through Walmart, actually. Walmart.com and shipped directly from them. Amazon has a weird thing about Nintendo products. They just don't carry them <laughs> or, or, like, give good prices on stuff. I mean, if you're going to order Nintendo anything online, your best bet's either eBay or or a, a mortar brick and mortar retailer like Target or, or Walmart to ship. Well, Walmart worked just fine. It's interesting. I wonder if there's some kind of bad blood or just not a good business relationship between Amazon and Nintendo for some reason. Yeah, it's the same thing with Amazon and Apple too. You can't buy Apple stuff on Amazon. Yeah, I can see how that. We Apple's all about price controls and basically, if you're carrying Apple products, you're carrying it at their prices. Um, yeah, it's it's the same as you know, the old the Bose audio model of you're going to carry it, you're going to carry it at our price. If you don't like that, you get to not be one of our retailers. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm super stoked. I've got a gold uh, 3ds XL uh, with Triforce on it. The game is amazing. It is the uh, they're calling it the spiritual sequel to the uh, Link to the Past, the Super Nintendo uh, Zelda game, which, in my opinion, is the greatest Zelda game of all time. And I agree with you, Barry. Yeah, it's it's pretty dead on. Like, if they were going to make a sequel to that game or a remake of that game, this is exactly what you'd want from it. And um, it's the same as it's like pretty much the same game, but different with better graphics, and it, it's just enough different that you're like, this is amazing. This is amazing. I have to play that now. Awesome. Yeah. Surprise. It does have that one weird Nintendo quirk, though, where uh, when you save the game, it's it, it 
prompts you, like, you've been playing for a while. Maybe you should turn it off and uh-huh. go do something else. Nah. It's just so they can feel good about destroying young lives. Um, yeah. What? They just want to feel good. Oh, we told them to go outside. No. Well, remember, the Wii was always prompting you to open a window and set your controller down on the table near it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're strange. <laughs> I'm not Japanese enough to understand that. But anyway. All right. Let's bring this. We, let's steer this ship into Ritalin Bay here. Uh, um, what? <laughs> you, already, you already shouted out to Ambrosia Hartnett. We're, we're we're done. Oh yeah, the show can finally end. It's true. We can have a complete show. We have not. We've been we've been having incomplete shows lately because the Skype uh, bugs were not ironed out, and, and as it turns out, they weren't ironed out uh, when we began today either. But they have been ironed out by the end. Um, next uh, week we'll get to try it with more than just me in the room because uh, no one will feel the need to flee to the airport mid-show but I will summarily kick you guys to the curb and no I will not take your quality survey Skype I'm angry at you right now you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on alphageekradio.com you can find us all over the web like a rash we are on Facebook, and I've recently uh, done some surgery on Facebook to attempt to separate Casually Hardcore from Alpha Geek Radio because I'm sending more content to Alpha Geek Radio, and I didn't want to spam people who might not necessarily be interested in it. So when you get a moment, if you're interested in hearing uh, announcements of new episodes and things going live and general station-related stuff, do a search for Alpha Geek Radio on Facebook and like us over there. In addition to your like of Casually Hardcore, you can also find us on the Twitter, Alpha Geek Radio for the network, Hardcore Casuals for this show. You can find me there as GnomeWise, Iolite underscore CH for Mahoney, Daxa CH, that's D-A-K-S-A for Daxa, and Grail is Izzy Grail, I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L. Email address to become involved with the show is the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. The forums have recently been uh, spit and polished and got the episode bot revived and posting in there. And if you wish to check out all the links we discussed during Research Chaos, they will be there in the Casually Hardcore Research thread. Always you can read the stuff there, even the stuff we don't get to. There's always fun and interesting stuff to be found in the research thread. If you wish to become a member of the research community... Uh, to whom we are eternally indebted and grateful. Just send a personal message on the forums to GnomeWise, and I will get you write permissions, uh, in addition to read permissions on the research team forum. I have been GnomeWise, and they have all already left the room. So I, as opposed to we, am out of here. Bye bye, radio people.